Hello friend and welcome back to episode number 25 of my 31 day challenge where every single day I'm answering your questions about creating a career or a business that you love. And in today's episode, we're talking about when should you abandon an idea? So we'll be diving into that. If you've got a question, you can ask me on social media. It's Alex Makes VR on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to ask a slightly longer question, I mean, I love to ramble, so I would love to hear a ramble from you. You can send me an email at alexmakesvr at gmail.com. And every single day, I'm sending out a daily newsletter to remind people when the episodes go live, but also to give you a little bit of insider info of what's happening in the episode and some of my thoughts maybe afterwards as well. So if you want to sign up for the newsletter sign up at alexmakesvr.com. Okay, so when should you abandon an idea? So this, the context for this question is um, that uh, this person wants to build a product or a a game or something like VR or AR related, uh, something that's their own, so not a client commission project, but an idea that they've come up with themselves. And the question is, when should they abandon the idea? So Hmm, this is a this is a really tricky one. I think it really depends why you're doing the idea in the first place. If you're building something because you're super passionate about it and the inspiration for the idea was born out of some kind of artistic desire to communicate a message to the world, or if the idea is something that you have like you've been affected by something in your life and you just, you're building something as a solution to that problem, then maybe, maybe I would question like, why is it that you feel like you want to abandon it? Is it because you're hitting like a burnout wall? Is it because you've worked on it for too long by yourself and you need to get someone else involved? Is it because you've actually started showing people the project, but they're, they're kind of like, "Mm." I think it really depends on all of those things, right? I mean, the number one thing I would say is if you've been building an idea, whether that be like a 360 film or a VR experience or a game or a product, if you've not shown it to anyone else, that's the first step. So many people protect their idea. They think that their ideas are gold. Ideas are worth shit. It's all about the execution, And I can say this from experience because I've had several ideas that I've kind of sat on for ages and then I finally kind of acted on them and the execution is just wrong. Actually, it didn't work the kind of way that I thought it would in my head. But actually, the key was getting it out of my head and just executing on it, just doing it. So it really depends on where you are in that stage with your idea. Have you tried to build something? Are you getting frustrated because it doesn't quite fit with your vision of how you see it? In which case, maybe you need to look for someone else who has done something similar and ask them to come on board or find a way to collaborate with that that person because maybe that person is more um, uh, more adequate in kind of bringing your idea to life. Like that was one of the hardest things I think for me to realize is sometimes, like, so for example, um, The press release has gone out officially for the fact that um, I am working on a voice interactive VR drama called Bad News. It is the first project to receive funding from, it's the first VR project, sorry, 
to receive funding from the BFI Network, the British Film Institute. It's a massive deal. It's very, very exciting. I'm super, super excited about it. Um, that idea lived in my head and in my notes on my, my iPhone for about a year and a half. And it wasn't until I started talking to a friend about it and I was like, I've, I've had this idea for like a year and it keeps coming back to me and I keep like adding notes to my phone about it and I get like, I sometimes wake up at night and I like have this idea of like a particular shot that I want to happen in the film or I've got, you know, I almost like can, I hear a bit of music and I see like a scene play out in front of me and it's an idea that just hasn't gone away. And she was like, mate, that's like, that's a really cool idea. You need to do this. You need to like just step on it and do it. And I was like, I don't know where to start. I feel like overwhelmed because it's lived, this idea has been in my head for so long. I just, I feel paralyzed by not knowing what the next step should be. And she was like, let's get a pizza, let's get some beers and let's just write this script. And so I sat down with my friend and we basically just bashed out the first draft of the bad news script together in like a day. And then from there, it was like real, it was tangible. It was an idea that then I could actually go out and talk to people about, see what the interest would be, see if it was, if I was onto something. And this is where I ended up having a conversation with the BFI about it, who up until that point hadn't funded any VR projects because they've kind of shied away from investing in VR because they don't necessarily, in, in England anyway, they see it very much as um, that's more of like an arts thing. If it's not gaming, then it's an arts thing. It's not really like a film thing. Whereas now, thankfully, I've managed to, I guess, open their eyes to the possibilities of this as a new storytelling medium. Um, and again, they read the script. I sat down, had a chat with one of the exec producers about my vision for it but it wasn't just my vision it was the fact that on on cold hard paper I had this idea the execution of it I'd started that ball rolling and then that allowed her to be like yeah this is really interesting we're interested in this and so it was it was taking the idea out of my head and actually and again I'm not taking credit for that at all that is absolutely my friend Rebecca's like uh, doing because I'm not I'm not sure I would have ever maybe committed to bringing the idea to life if she hadn't said, this is a really good idea. You just need to act on it and stop overthinking it, which is one of the biggest pieces of advice that everyone gives me in my life. And I'm only now just starting to try and live by it, which is, and it's the advice that I've passed on to you in previous episodes and I'll pass on again here, is just don't overthink things. So when it comes to like when should you ab abandon the idea? So I think there's a few things. Firstly, if you've not shown it to anyone or if you've not talked to someone else about it, then that is absolutely the first step. Now, if it's an idea where you're hoping to be kind of commercially, it, you're hoping it becomes like a commercial entity. So it's like a product that you're hoping to sell to clients or even necessarily like with, with bad news, it's like, well, the reality is I want people to see it. So uh, I need to make sure that my target audience, who I'd be going after, I want to make sure that they're actually interested in the idea and it seems like something. So I've like since, since kind of getting the commission and doing several versions of the script now, getting ready to go into pre-production, um, I've sent 
the script to loads of different people in my life, some from the industry, some not from the industry, just to get a general feel about, you know, whether or not this is something that people are like, yeah, actually this, yeah, I, oh, I, I really vibe with this, like with this character or, oh God, the, the technology used in this bit is so cool. I can't wait to see that come to life. And just getting that kind of validation, get that feedback, like get it out of your head. Um, go and get some validating evidence that your idea is actually good because and this came up I think I can't remember which number episode it was but it was the one where we were talking about when should you kind of like pivot an idea um, or find making sure that you've got the right clients for it if you've made a product uh, or like a, if, if you've got an idea that is good and that um, will sell and someone will take note of it then you should be solving a problem, essentially. Now, with obviously the entertainment side of things, the problem that you're solving is slightly different because it's more of like a a, a curiosity. Um, it's more of an escapism problem that you're solving. It's like, for me personally, I find that <clears throat> the kind of the content in the market currently in VR, there's nothing quite like what I've tried to do with Bad News, which is essentially like a dystopian graphic novel come to life that you're like living through the character, the first person character of. So it's kind of like, it is, I'm trying to, to, um, to do something new, to have, to kind of find like areas in the market that need fulfilling because ultimately I want to get to new audiences and I want to also see the kind of content that I wish was out there that I wish I could consume on a VR headset. So that's the problem I'm solving. And I val- I'm not just validating that with myself. I'm going out and validating that with others. So with your idea, you need to validate it. And to, if your idea is to make money with it, you need very quickly, without spending loads of time and money on building the product, you need to first make sure that the kind of client that you're going to go after actually wants that product. So if you're spending ages building like, I don't know, an AR... And let's say like an AR history game and your idea is that you're going to sell it into schools, then you need to be having conversations very early on, like maybe do some concept art, maybe if it won't take you that long, do a bit of a sprint and get a bit of a prototype together. But very quickly, you need to be validating that idea with education because very often they might be like, oh, I love this idea. But actually, what's the feasibility of being able to roll it out across the school? Like, how much does it cost? What's the infrastructure? How much resource will it take? Like, will I need staff that will know need to have that specialist knowledge? Or will it be able to work on our iPads and our like phones that we already have in school that everyone can kind of use? Actually, it's super user friendly. So the kids will be able to like um, use it without much kind of thinking. Like, so it's all this like kind of stuff that you need to validate first. Now... There will come a time where if you've built a product or an idea and you've put it out into the world and people aren't paying attention or people aren't buying it, then it becomes the question of, okay, have you done everything that you can? Have you tried, have you kind of like, a bit like, again, what I was saying to um, the other person's question when they were asking about whether they should pivot or not, one of my big pieces of advice to them, which if you haven't listened to the episode a very roundabout thing was um essentially they were going after the wrong clients like they they were they were they thought that their client was um new home builders but actually 
where the market is right now and with what they want to do with the company, which is scale rather than do bespoke services, actually their client should have probably been like the architects that work with those um, new home builders or should have been like existing kind of estate agents or, you know, it was like, are you going after the right client? So that's number one. Are you actually going after the right audience or do you need to slightly pivot that audience? And it's okay to like think that, you're going after one particular audience and then say, actually, no, I was wrong. Like, this is the audience, actually. And sometimes it will take ages to find that. Um, and so the practicalities of when should you abandon idea? Well, number one, if it's impacting your mental health or if it's impacting your uh, life at large. So often people romanticise the idea of like the starving artist or they romanticise the idea of being a startup and living in a garage with four mates and just like bootstrapping and like living on super noodles and you know all of that uh, student-like behaviour because they're like we're just going to grind and grind and we're going to build this next big thing and then we're all going to be millionaires and it's like well when should you abandon idea? Like if it's impacting your mental health or if it's getting to the point where you can't afford rent or you can't afford food, it's affecting your relationships in your life, like you should probably abandon the idea or at least step away from the idea. And that's another big thing as well is like, don't be scared to take breaks from a project, especially one that you've got quite a big vision for. There is absolutely a time to hustle and hustle hard and grind and get something off the ground. I'm a big believer in that. Uh, Although obviously... (laughs) um, we're pushing now, especially during COVID, we're pushing this idea of like a work-life balance. And I think that's absolutely right. And you should absolutely put your mental health first. There is something to be said about having like a period where you are just obsessive and grinding and just you know, r- uh, running down that runway until you take flight. And then you can be a little bit more chill. So there's absolutely a space for doing a sprint, getting to the point where you can validate that idea with whoever it is like um, that you want to validate it with. But at some level, if you've been trying and trying and trying and you're still not having any luck, you're either going after the wrong clients or it's the wrong kind of product. There's too many barriers for that ideal client who does want it to adopt it. Maybe it's too expensive. Um, Maybe it's just not the right time for it. I mean, how many times have you heard the story that someone started an app that was very similar to like an Uber or whatever and then they they won't bust and then three years later like for example airbnb i'm fairly certain i heard in a podcast that they tried to start airbnb quite early on they almost went bust um, and then three years later there was like this resurgence in the need for the product and that it was just all about timing so some of it is also luck but when should you abandon an idea ultimately what that comes down to is when it gets to the point where it is more negatively affecting your life than it is positively. Because even if you build an idea that you love and no one likes it, no one wants to buy it, no one even sees it other than you, but if it gives you like passion or if it's something that then is just becomes like a portfolio piece that you can show people that demonstrates certain skills, like, but you just really love doing it, then do it. Just do it. Just don't have those expectations that that idea needs to necessarily then cash flow or bring in anything else to your life. Because sometimes doing it for the passion of it can be as rewarding. And there is a time and a place for those kind of ideas. 
So I hope this helps. This is obviously this is the kind of question where maybe moving into more of like a I'm on the phone with someone listening to the question so I can get a bit more context might be useful. And let me know uh, if if you would like that format going forward. Obviously, we're day 25 now with my 31 day challenge and I'm starting to think about what August looks like. Absolutely. I will continue to be doing something and I will continue to build on the podcast, but I might change the format. Um, I might drop the consistency. I'm not sure yet, but I would love to hear from you. Like, what do you want from this podcast? What's been the most helpful? Uh, I've had some suggestions already about maybe doing like a, a week-long series that breaks down the process of a production, like from start, from like the initial idea and getting money all the way through to delivering and getting it into festivals and distributing it. So that could be like a week-long series where every day I talk about a different element of a project. Would that be interesting? Um, would it be helpful to kind of switch to uh, maybe more of like a coaching format where I'm on the phone with someone and I'm like, you know, we talk for an hour and I try and give them very specific advice about their problem. Would that be something you'd be interested in? I'm just trying to figure out like what would, I'm also going to start doing more episodes again with kind of quote unquote industry experts. So I'm going to start to kind of talk to more people in the industry to try and give you the inside scoop. So let me know the kind of experts that you want me to talk to, what kind of guests you'd be interested in hearing um, from. Um, and yeah, just just generally, like I feel like we're building this thing together and I'm ap- I can't tell you, I know I keep talking about this, but I can't tell you how much I'm loving this just purely from all the, the interaction that I'm having with you guys, like hearing you, you're listening to the episode and then you're getting something from it or even just like, <laughs> even just accompanying you on your morning walk or during your day or washing your dishes or whatever, whatever you're doing right now when you're listening to this, um, it means the world and I we're building this together so I'm I'm totally open and fluid for where this goes going forward so let me know what you would like what would you get the most value out of ultimately what I want is for this to be the springboard the inspiration the practical advice for you to be able to run with and create a career or a business that you love hence the intro so let's do this thing you can reach out to me Alex makes VR on Instagram and Twitter If you want to send me a longer email, it's alexmakesvr at gmail.com. And if you want to sign up for the daily newsletter, sign up at alexmakesvr.com. I'm going to speak to you tomorrow.